This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Retire your overplayed playlist. You'll never hear the same mix twice on AMP. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new to you playlists as they're made. Download AMP. That's A-M-P in the App Store. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today I am joined by my long-distance internet bestie, Jarrett Weiselman. Hi, Jarrett. So good to see you again. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you're joining us. It feels like you were just on, but it also feels like it was forever ago. You know, that's what happens with soulmates, Sam. It's just even a minute away feels like a lifetime. It it really does. (laughs) You and I... For anyone that doesn't that didn't listen to the episode that he was on before with me, uh, we met via Twitter. Yes, where all good relationships begin. I mean, listen, if if I've learned nothing else, it is that the people on Twitter are the ones who understand me. They want to mm-hmm. talk about the same dumb things I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and you know, they forgive me for having bad opinions sometimes. All the t- I mean, and honestly, I have so many people blocked on Twitter that <laughs> oh. I've really created such a good space for me wow, <laughs> like anyone that... who anyone who says anything negative to me I'm like mm, blocked and See, I'm just God. I've curated a, a nice little safe space and Twitter's really the scariest place on the internet it's a nightmare I mean and honestly like I need to do that more I, mm. I have this weird don't thing be afraid. I don't, no I know but I mute I don't block the only people oh. I block the only people I block are let's say people who belong to a different ideological party than I do in a oh, great yeah. way like we're, we're blocking all them. Like they're all getting blocked, you know, whether yeah. you host a show on Fox news or perhaps you used to be a view, a host of the view, right. You're mm-hmm. getting blocked. blocked, but everyone else who's just kind of like annoying, I feel like anxiety about them really realizing I've blocked them. And so I just oh. mute them. So it's not part of my life, but I'm also not making a declarative statement, which is weird because as a Scorpio, you think I'd be like, cut them out. Cut them oh, all out. me. I'm like, I don't give a <laughs> I'm like, I don't care what these people think about. If they're worried about me blocking them, they need to like go touch some grass. It's really not that serious. And that's the thing about the internet. Like, it's so interesting to me that there's this, you're not going to make me feel bad on my phone. On right. My well, that's, phone. see, that's, that's exactly, you're thinking right. Because the issue I think for so many of us is like, you invite 
this venom into your life. You, you're, on, you're on your phone all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the most personal thing to you in so many ways. I mean, it's closer to my face than most of my friends are. My, my boyfriend's been. And it's like, you're bringing this energy into a space that's already terrible. But so yeah. the little bit that you can do to keep it clean and keep it classy and keep it safe. I applaud you, Sam. Yeah, we keep it cute over here. Got it. We do try. It. We really try. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Twitter disasters. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Let's talk about a now former housewife, Jenny. I thought this could be a conversation about me. I thought I did something bad. Again. Oh, oh, my God. No, you and I are we're very chaotic on Twitter. And I think what we're chaotic because I really think or I'm going to speak for me. I'm not going to speak okay. for you. I really tweet for myself. I don't give a fuck if anyone likes the tweet I post, if they retweet a tweet. Right. I'm simply just using Twitter as a platform just to like for myself to just like get thoughts out. And like, that's it. I, I don't care. I need to do more of that. I def- it's, it's not that I'm being performative in any way, but I also do like, be- but well, I like being someone who shares fun things with other people. Like I like people, I like people to see stuff on my page and be like, oh, I'm so glad I saw that, right? So there is an element of where like I am doing some of my activity on Twitter for other people. A lot of it, yes. Well, that's okay. That's the internet. Exactly. So, but I'm I'm liking that. I think maybe like living a little bit more like you would be a better energy to bring into my space. You don't want to do that. It's really, I I tweet the stupidest shit every single day. I love it I was like Ada Burrito today. Like <laughs> I really use it as if like I I'm like using Facebook circa like 2007. Right, right. There's like, all status I, updates. Constantly. But you post like really interesting, thoughtful Thank you. tweets. Like there's always like a thing behind your tweet. Thank you. You know, I'm doing I'm just a woman doing her best at all you times. Are. So. <laughs> but you know who's not doing her best? Oh boy. Jenny. Let's get into it. This Let's is Let's get into this, bitch. <laughs> What a nightmare. What the fuck like, is she doing? First of I all, don't think I've seen someone fumble this hard in a fucking minute. If I could make a sports reference, I would, but I can't. So I oh, guarantee I did, you. Didn't I? <laughs> well, no, but if I could even tell you like who has ever fumbled a football, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I, same. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, look, what Jenny said in her original like posts that have been un- like resurfaced, disgusting, vile, awful, you know, as, as Lisa Barlow said on Watch Evans Live, I don't condone it. I was no. just like, that's, that's all you're saying. That's it. Yeah. That's all but you're I also up? think we need to remind the people that these weren't unearthed tweets or posts from 2010 or right. 2009, right. which no matter when they came out, it's bad. But the fact that this was this recent. Yeah. And during like the kind of cultural reckoning Uh that was going on in 2020 and six months maybe prior to when she was going to be a housewife, I was like, and that's my other thing, too. You know, like we can get into what was said and then what was said after what was said. But like, I would love to know, are the Bravo producers seeing this and feeling it will be good if it comes out? Or completely not doing the kind of background checks that any fan of Bravo does on these housewives and seeing it. Like, I don't know if it's intentional or stupidity on their part. I have no idea. And I've been thinking about that so much because I'm like, do they look at this shit and do they think like, oh, this will be good for the show because it will get people to talk about it. So if people find it, they find it. If they don't, they don't. It's really not on their, you know, they're not taking that on. But then I'm also shocked that it took so long for these to be found. 
Yes. Well, I mean, that was definitely surprising because I think, look, you know, I was shockingly, you know, Salt Lake remains a low rated city. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. It's one of my favorite cities. I think the wives are iconic. Yeah. Aside from Jenny. Um, but like, you know, I, and Mary, I think like, they, I mean, they are like amazing women. So like they're fans of that show are very into that show. Yeah. But I think had it been like a New York or an Atlanta that has like twice the viewership to some degree, like maybe it would have come out sooner. But also, I mean, look, you know, Jenny's been a real slow burn on the show. You know, she mm-hmm. definitely, it took a minute, I think, for people to even sort of like get on her page as a housewife. Yeah. And I think the beginning too, people were a little bit thrown off by the sister wife thing. And everyone kind of felt like that was like super fake and really phony and for the show. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they kind of just weren't vibing with her to the degree they'd be like, hey, let me go look at her yeah. Facebook page from, well, you know. And then the way stuff. that she came at Mary and kind of yes. put herself against Mary kind of made her look more sympathetic. Like people yes. were more sympathetic to her. So then I yes. think she started to gain more you know, people were enjoying her more or more like on her side. And then this whole thing came out, all these posts and people have been in my DMs and they're like, what did she post? I'm like, listen, Google it. You'll find it. I'm not telling you. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And so people were really getting on Bravo for not making a statement, for not coming out and talking about this. And so I'm very, very curious because you are in social media, you know, you work for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I think people forget that this is still a, a company and like yeah. there's probably so much going on behind the scenes. So I don't know. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, look, I will say two things. One, as evidenced by the statement they eventually made, Bravo has a really bad track record when it comes to how and when they denounce racism, sexism, yeah. misogyny, There's homophobia. There's no consistency. There's no consistency no. because, you know, because the truth is, and I, I think this is right, Bravo isn't always the ones making the decisions. A lot of times it's the production companies for the shows themselves, right? And they all have a bunch of different production companies. That, so therefore, there are different routes that things happen. That said, when you are the brand, the umbrella brand of all of these things, the, the like the buck stops with you, in my opinion, right? Like, yeah. theoretically, this is, I'm just talking in theory, this is not something that ever happened. If we had an issue on one of our shows, I feel like Netflix would be very active in the conversations. We would not be the person, like sort of waiting for other people to mm-hmm. make decisions, say, no, like, this is what needs to happen. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And so, yeah. you know, if you look at how long it took them to condemn Jenny, how long it took them to condemn anyone on Dallas Housewives. I mean, Cameron essentially was never fired for what she did. They right, canceled the, the entire canceled. city. Right. So like, it, it always felt like, like they were waiting that out to see if they needed to even do anything, if they were going to bring Dallas back. But then you've got Kenya Moore, day after the episode airs, they're apologizing yep. about her wearing a Native American headdress. And mm-hmm. look, all of those and things. And they made her apologize. And Exactly. And so it's like, to me, that's very unfair. That is not, sort of everyone is being held to the same standard. I think that that's everyone's biggest problem. And I wish that they would really understand that. It's not that you're just like, I want Bravo to say something. Why isn't Bravo saying something? It's like, you are not consistent in your, I guess, handling of the situation slash punishment of the situation. I will just never forget seeing that statement that Bravo put up for Kenya Moore. And I was like, okay. Okay, but then, like you said, the Cameron stuff, the Leanne stuff, the 
I mean, Jenny, Ramona. I mean, Ramona is still theoretically a housewife, you know? And it's just like, yeah. Exactly. And so I think that people just want consistency. And I think, here's the thing. I'm fully okay. I guess I'm I'm probably going to get shit for this. But housewives always, to me, represented like different points of view, kind of like the show, the view, like you're going to have conservative housewives. You just are. But where I draw the line is like racism, (laughs) obviously. So it's like, I'm okay that like Dolores is, I believe is more conservative, but she's a good. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I I know exactly what you're saying, Sam. It's like, it's fine. The same way some people have people in their lives who have different ideological perspectives, Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between you know, being a fiscal conservative or having conservative values to some degree and being a racist or a homophobe or a misogynist or someone Mm -hmm. who does not believe in feminism or equality. Like those are, those are not, those are whole different things. Yeah. That's, that's completely different. And to your point, you know, OC, yes, clearly conservative. I mean, the, the, the issue that I think all Bravo Housewives fans face in election years is when it like all the information comes out about like which candidates they financially supported. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lisa Barlow is a huge Ted Cruz supporter. Like that's insane I to know. me. Like, when I found that out, I was like, huh? I was I like, know. no, I was like, I rubbed my eyes. I was like, am I looking at this correctly? Like, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. But then it, I guess it's not that shocking, but then it is. It's like, I know. And it's like, and you have to think, you know, there's also, you know, she's in the Mormon church. So is that part like, so there's all of these things that play into that. Right. Yeah. But what I do know is that what Jenny said is terrible. And here's, what's crazy to me. What she said, disgusting. Her right. first apology, I actually thought made sense. I mean, look, it, it was what she should have said. It doesn't account for the fact this was seven months ago <laughs> that she said right. these things, right. but, but still, you know, look, I think a lot of times People who are in their bubbles can be slow to learn and sometimes need something like this to kickstart their, their learning or need an incentive incident just to kickstart their learning. You know, I don't think it need, it should have to happen, right? I don't think you should have to have Tiffany Moon come onto the show and be an angel for you to realize what racism is. Right. But like, I think, you know, Jenny's response to me was the kind of response that could lead to contrition. Same way Brandy was apologetic on Dallas for that nightmare video that she posted. Yeah. So what I don't understand is the Instagram live that happened after she got fired, where she basically brought on a quote unquote, please, I have a black friend yeah. to sit next to her during this completely misguided thing where she blamed her social media team for posting those things. Like one, you were not famous. You did not need a social media no. team. You're you're a working no social mother. media team would post that. Well, that's the other thing. If you're hiring a team that's posting horrific racist memes, like maybe you're not doing a great job of vetting the team. Right. Now I can picture Jen Shaw having a team because Jen Shaw is just crazy. She had merch before the franchise yeah. even aired. Sure, sure. And her, her team was allegedly liking tweets that were basically just supporting Jen. They were not, you know, posting weird ass racist yes facebook nonsense like it was just horrible and her tweet the other day she was like i'm gonna speak on this now that i'm allowed thank you for all my supporters it's like what the read the room i wish she would just like fade away i know go away quietly i'm just waiting for the day where she goes on rick and kelly's 
fucking I know, podcast. I know. Like, I know. You know what? I mean, you know what's going to happen? Like, probably there's going to be some kind of just knowing them, the, all of these awful housewives who've been fired for having terrible opinions are going to kickstarter their own ultimate girls trip and it's going to be cameron and kelly dodd and jenny and like i don't know like maybe like aviva dresher and they're all going to go to some island somewhere and i don't know maybe like some maybe they'll go to like the old confederate flag museum and just like have a weekend together and film it and try to make people watch it and just be all assholes together because it's like it just there is this thing that happens where I think some people just forget that if you, if you have secrets, right. If you have another side to you that you are pretending doesn't exist when you are on reality television with a bunch of bored fucking gay men and women at home, want to know everything about your life. We can't go anywhere. We're stuck at home. Yeah. We will, we will, we spend our lives, you know, cyber stalking people. We have crushes on imagine how we feel about people we actually really like. Right. So it's it's sort of like we will find it and you will yeah. be in trouble and just don't do that. Maybe just also, don't. yeah, just don't don't do that. I always say on this <laughs> podcast, don't be fucking weird. Don't like, be weird. Don't be weird. And yes, my thing is like with the whole Jenny situation. I think what makes this all even worse is that she's gunning for the black, the only black housewife on yeah. Salt Lake City, yeah. and yeah. she's making her storyline about racism and then when yeah. it came out that she broke her husband's ribs i was like yeah. what the fuck is going so, on here i'm like who I, is this woman i feel like this is not the woman that raised that little girl oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna that? miss that little girl so yeah, she's much that that little angel little i angel. i'll be honest i completely missed jenny saying that on the show and it wasn't until the next day when i saw people talking about it on twitter i was like wait she said what and i went back <laughs> and i was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm you know, I just, I, I don't need to see her anymore. I'm fine. So but here's my actual, but here's my question for you. I saw this last night, basically by Bravo said this on Twitter that he thinks the reason it took them so long to fire Jenny was so they could confront her on camera during the production of season three and mm-hmm. then get it into the season two reunion, like in some way, oh. and then, then fire her. So they don't have, so they don't have to make it part of next season. Oh, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like that's probably what happened. Uh, and I hope that's what happened. Because like, I don't know wives, what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. And all the wives kept saying like, you know, we'll, it will be addressed. It will be addressed. It will be addressed. So it makes me feel like they have some sit down under the guise of season three production that then they're going to use as part of the season For two reunion. reunion. I would, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because I mean, I, am I wrong? I don't remember seeing any previews for the reunion. Not yet. No, I mean, we okay, have, which is really we still, rare. We still, we still have like seven episodes, Sam. Oh, like, yeah, that's they, true. We still, we still have that thing that oh, this Andy's feels like, like the longest season of all it time. Is. Like it, it, re- it is. It doesn't. It feels like it's more. Well, also, so many of the episodes have been ninety minutes. Right. Like this right? is nonstop, and I like, want to know how you feel about it because I personally feel like these women have nothing to lose. Right. With I each agree. other. None of them are really f- genuinely friends. Yes. So they don't give a fuck if they right. throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. And um, it can kind it kind of I'm enjoying it, but it hurts my head. I get that because the problem is and I, I'm because I don't know where I fall on anybody ever. And not only, well, not only do I not know where I fall, but I feel like I have such a hard time 
keeping track of what we're fighting about what during their fights. Like, Same. and normally it's very clear, right? Yeah. Starting with the Jenny's garden party, there was like nine things happening at the same time. So I didn't really understand it. And again, I know I think I said it last time, but Meredith is saying to Lisa, you've been screaming at me for 30 minutes. I need you to stop. That's how I felt as a viewer. I'm like, because when Lisa gets upset, she doesn't let it go. And she screams and screams and screams and screams. She's very much comes from the school of, I don't have to be right. I just have to be louder. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't do well with that. I don't do well with that either. And so it's very hard to to take in all of that kind of screaming. Then the bus fight where Jen Shaw, like, I did not know what she was mad about. I couldn't understand any it of it. It escalated so fast that well, I thought she was I, like, also missed wasted, something. Right? I mean, yeah. Jen, like, Jen was well, hammered the entire time. She was time. hammered, but I was like, who's mad at who and why? And yeah. well, now they made up. Right. And now they're going to this place. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on. And then for Whitney and Heather to like keep perpetuating this, like Meredith called the feds. I'm like, the feds are the feds, babe. Right. Like I they're going to, they've been tracking her ass for years. Well, like, just like the idea of them all being like, how could they possibly know that we're at beauty lab and laser? It's like, well, one, you're on a television show. So there's an entire crew in production Two, yeah. It's the fucking FBI. If they want right. to find it's you, they're going to find you. It's not like they were like all those like, there was like nine cars. It's like they were just like driving around Salt Lake, hoping they found Jen Shaw. Like they knew right. where to go because they've been following her for days. Right. Like you have people like watching you on your phone. Like what are right. you talking about? It was, I know. It's, I'm kind of ready for the season to wrap up just but because I, it's I, kind of dragging on for me a little. Well, it feels like we're having the same episode but, week after week, right? It's not but like just we're in a different place. Exactly. It's like on yeah. another trip in another van. Well, actually, same van. But I mean, the van the is now, the, the, the van and that driver are now like another house. Like, like how the New York, like how New York is like a city on Sex in the City. It's like the van is another yeah. one of the girls. Exactly. I'm excited for Jen's trial. I mean, I'm really glad we're following it. So I, here's the thing. Like, and tell me how you feel about this, Sam. In the beginning, I was like 100% guilty. No doubt about it. Everyone started turning on her. 100% guilty. No doubt about it. I'm watching the show and I'm just like, how not, by the way, I fully think she's guilty. That's not what I'm about. Okay. I was like, oh, no, 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 oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I fully believe guilty as fuck. Okay. But, but my question is like, how is she acting like this when mm-hmm. she knows what she's done? Do you know what I mean? Like how mm-hmm. is she truly like truly saying yeah. and crying and fighting and defending when mm-hmm. she's going to go to court and it's all going to come out. And I'm just, right. I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out like what she's getting ahead of, what she thinks she's doing. Or is she just one of those people who is so delusional that they can't have, they can't possibly do anything wrong. So how could they have done something? Wrong? I think she is deeply, deeply narcissistic and delusional. Yeah. And I think like she genuinely doesn't think she did anything wrong. And here's the thing. And I always remind myself of this when I'm watching is like, Erica was never charged. This right. woman has like actually been charged yes. by the government and the United yes. States. Like, yeah. I mean, and the people that have been charged and indicted and everything before her have are they're in prison now. Right. Like, it's not like she's the first one of the group. I'm personally excited for whatever look she decides to show up in. I mean, is it I'm ever really going to top the, the braids and like the fur that she just got arrested I was living. <laughs> I was, was like, really that was pretty good. And I love that no one has brought up coaches internal bleeding like no well, one's been like how's he doing <laughs> but but that was all a lie that's right but like no one like is even like i know it's just not even a thing i and know he's gonna i know leave her right I, I mean i mean the kids make it tough 
I mean, look, if he stayed with her through up till this point, right? Probably just waiting for her to go. That's what I I do. I'm sorry. My Scorpio ass, I don't play, I don't play with that. That's why Phaedra and Apollo, like, that's like, I totally get that because she's a Scorpio. She's like, I "I don't fuck with this. You lied to me. You lost my trust. Like, I'm done. I I would shut down. I would shut down completely and be like, I don't give a fuck. You lied. I know. Like, I wish Phaedra didn't play herself so hard because I love her, loved her so much, but she just, she, oh, she did it so dirty. But she I did think so she wrong. was also so, I, on, I rewatched the season where like her and Candy really started to fall out, not uh-huh. season nine where she like yeah. did the horrible lie yeah. with Phaedra yeah. or with Portia. And I kind of understood where she was coming from a little bit because she was so devastated that yeah. Candy kind of like took in Apollo a little bit, like had it for stuck sure. at her house. Yes. I would be like, bitch, what are you fucking I, doing? I absolutely, I would lose absolutely my mind. get that. I, I would drive me insane. Yeah. Would I make up a lie that absolutely that not. No. no, 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 no. Tried to rape a friend. No, of course not. No, um, that was but, horrible. And the way that we have just like forgiven oh, Portia as a society. Well, and as I, a I, will, like, well, I mean, look, I, I will say, have, have you watched Portia's family matters every week? Okay. What I don't understand is Portia was afraid, or not afraid, but was concerned about returning to Real Housewives because of how the relationship would be portrayed and become part of a storyline. And this is so much worse. Like they, this looks, this, everything about that fight they had between her and Dennis was out of control. I'm like, she quit her job at radio or serious and then yeah. she quit real house of atlanta for that for, for this for that like, i'm like she looks terrible. terrible and then the fact when production threw up on the tv and said portia sent a text to her family asking them not to talk about the night before i was like production doesn't give a fuck no. about you well because they're like well you're never coming back we're not doing one of these again like no. this, this is a bad idea for you me know? to feel sympathetic towards dennis the hot dog king i was I like know where have we gone? And you know what? I, mean, I, I love that for Miss Miss Kenya Summermore. Well, that's the thing. I feel like, you know, I feel like that the, the pairing of Ultimate Girls Trip and Portia's Family Matters was probably very vindicating for Kenya because she must have felt like, this is what I have been saying. I have yeah. been telling you all, this is what I've experienced. You have not seen this person for who she is. This is who mm-hmm. I am. And without the show narrative that was forced onto Kenya because Nini and Portia were the stars when Kenya joined mm-hmm. that she was the villain because she was the villain to them. Right. Right. She's been painted as this thing that she look, I mean, is Kenya perfect? No, like no. she's also, she definitely she's also is messy nightmare. as fuck. Yeah. But it yeah. But like, she's, but I think, I think this experience, I think she's probably coming into this new season or at least the way she feels right now, having these two seasons aired, feeling like people may be more open to receiving her especially and then too like dancing with the stars was on at the same time like she was getting a lot more love and i love seeing that on especially twitter because i think twitter is again the darkest place besides reddit which i don't even acknowledge reddit because it's also i (laughs) i can't can't go on it i i don't understand how it works and that's i don't i that's no, there was a, I mean, there was a great meme that I posted, reposted the other day that was like, I consider the second page of Google search results, the dark web. So like, <laughs> imagine how I feel about Reddit. Literally. Example. I'm like, I never go on the second page of Google. No, what's, what's Ever. On there? I, I no do not idea. dare. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk summer house. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. 
With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you. Through vegetables at the supermarket and, yes, through fruit, too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org. Have you been watching Summer House? Oh, my God. First of all, okay, I'm, I'm going to say something that is not controversial at all. Oh, God. So you you posted when the, old, when the old Supreme dies, the new Supreme rises. Yes. Summer House has swapped with Vanderpump. Vanderpump, I, listen, you know I love me some Ariana Maddox, but love. they got to they gotta figure out that Vanderpump situation because it is not working for me. It's it so... It is not fun. It is so boring. I can't so do boring. it. And now... So I've been like, this has to be the last season, right? Like I've been saying it over and over, but I'm like, they all have such deep stuff going on that I'm like, I want to see it play out, but it, I think we have to lose Lisa Vanderpump. Well, I mean, she's barely on it as it is, right? She comes in as sort of like the mother. I think they just like, I think they should restructure it and make it a whole new show and bring out, bring back Jackson Brittany. I mean, I can't do that. But I mean, I'd be down. Well, they're well, they're going to be on. Aren't Jackson Brittany going to be on like a new, like um, one of those like Wee TV shows or something? Or, or like, I think maybe like the one that maybe Monique is on. Love and Marriage. Ma- yeah, but not that, but like a, 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 a like another version. of I that. think there like, are rumors that they're doing yeah. that. But I don't think so. I don't know. I, look, here's my thing with Vernon Pump. I just I don't know how if I'm Bravo, I feel like I've invested eight years in the Sheena Shea story to not see the wedding in Bali or not go to the wedding in Bali that she's currently having. To that you monster. Know? But oh, I mean, that's not that nervous. You know who I hate? Okay, let's get into Vanderpump in a minute. I want to talk okay. about this man that I need off my screen. I need him sent to Azkaban. I okay. hate him. Alex the new guy on Summer on House. Summer House. He's so nothing. He's literally the I he's ha- literally the, what... the, the the pounds of meat he eats every morning. He's that's nothing. all he is. I nothing. understand he's a non-event. And that's why I get so mad because I'm like, why I am I so triggered by this man who's I don't even give a fuck about? Like the way that he food shames, workout shames. Yeah. He's we might get a body shaming moment apparent mm-hmm. you know, like I don't put it past Alex Trap City on Instagram. <laughs> I hate him. Like I find him to be so upsetting. It's because like, I think I know, I know him. Like I've yeah, met him yeah. a million times. Like not him. Yeah. I hope no, people I know listening understand that. Like the, the muscle tease and the, the yes. awkwardness that he thinks yes. because he has a nice body that girls are just going to think he's hot. And I'm like, I mean, no. the game that he was attempting to spit on all of those women during the 4th of July pool party was so embarrassing. I was sweating. And this girl, was, she was waiting for Luke to show up. I mean, I'm she waiting for Luke to show up. She was like, I'm attracted to Bear Gill or whatever his name is. And I'm like, Where oh, is she's, Luke? 
Minnesota, apparently. But is, is, he's on the season, right? Yeah. Like, he's in the cast photo. Like, why aren't you there? He's, he's on. And I think him and Ma- Maya are dating. Oh, in real life? Well, because they were both on Watch it. What Happens Live the other night, too. Yes, and he was Kyle. very snuggly. Well, I will okay. tell you something. I'm loving Maya. Loving, loving the energy. She came in. She immediately feels like one of the girls. Like, mm-hmm. she's... She, like she got it. I already forgot her name on Winter House. The, the both the girl who joined who didn't do anything all season. Who, Gabby? Who, like, pre- yes. So hated like, her. Right, but Maya has done what Gabby could not do, mm-hmm. which is be easy breezy and also just make friends with the girls. Like all mm-hmm. you have to do as a girl on this show is make friends with the girls. The guys are gonna love everyone who comes in, right? Yeah. But if if you get fucking like if you like Amanda liking you, you get. Paige liking you. If you, you get, get Sierra Lindsay you, and Danielle to like I mean, you, you're in. And they and they all really like her already. Also, yeah. the the bomb that Maya's ex fiance was Kwame from Top Chef. Like what? I I died. I fucking lost it because I was like, oh. dropped it. yeah. And I love that. Like she is, like you said, she's easy breezy, but she's. Yeah vulnerable and oh, yes. in a way where she can share her story but she kind yes. of makes a joke out of it yes. she is down to take shots she wants to party with the girlies like and she's not going to bed and eating oranges like she right, like that's right. it. yeah and she's like I, owning her awkward like the whole thing when mm-hmm. she was like so here's what's such a great comparison right maya hitting on those guys being like oh my god i was been in a relationship my entire life i'm so awkward i don't know what to do is so charming Alex hitting on those girls with absolutely no recognition for the fact that those women do not want to be talking to him, no matter how hot he is, is very Mm off-putting. And I've been in a position before, like where a guy like just isn't reading what you're trying to say. And then you like make a face at your girlfriend and you're like, get me the fuck out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, and what I love is that it's fairly obvious. I think that Maya and Paige were not that close of friends when they got on the show. Like I know that she was supposedly Paige's friend. But when no. Craig, or not Craig, oh my God, not Craig, Carl, my king, was like, how do you know each other? And she was like, yeah. you're drinking yeah, <laughs> in New which, York. Like, what do you which, mean? Honestly, it is probably the right answer. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, it's probably like, oh, we have one mutual friend and we've been mm-hmm. at a party together one time. But and production was pr- like, you were engaged to Kwame? Get on the show. Well, that's that's kind of, I wonder if like they figured, like they met her through Kwame. They just found that out later. I don't know. Yeah. I'm loving Maya. Loving, 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 loving her. Well, and I think too, I really, really, so I, I'm a big page fan. I love all of, I love almost every cast member. I mean, I love yes. some more than others for sure, Yeah, same. but I really think Lindsay is like the heart and soul of the show. I and so when I saw more. the core group that I really love the OGs, like Danielle, yep. Lindsay, yep. Carl, and Kyle kind of all sit down with Maya and talk about her broken off engagement. Mm-hmm. And they kept flashing to Lindsay staring at Kyle. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, oh my God. That was look. Oh man. I mean, let's get into that. It yeah. Let's is, unpack. Let's unpack. I mean, first of all, the only person who hates Amanda as much, uh, hates Kyle as much as Amanda is Andy Cohen. Because these last Thanks. two Watch What Happens live appearances have been so uncomfortable mm-hmm. to watch Andy just tear into Kyle yep. in these passive aggressive ways with his with his polls and, and games. directly I know like Andy's just really like, not hiding it and I was thinking about this because I'm like he kind of did that stuff with Jax 
Yes, but with Jax, time. there was like a joke to it. Like it was yeah. like, oh, Jax, you're such a douchebag. Like, oh, Jax, right. you fuck girls all the time. Like, because Jax was kind of, and I hate to even say this, he came by it a little bit more honestly. Like, uh-huh. he, Jax knows he's a bad person. Right. He does. Kyle does not think he's the villain Kyle, of the show. I don't think Kyle thinks no. he's wrong. And I, what made me really realize that was when he said, I'm always going to be the bad guy because I cheated. Right. And, and it's like, like, well, oh, yes, boy. but also that's not why you're the bad guy, dude. Like, that's one right. reason why you're the bad guy. If I were Amanda, and first of all, I think the world of Amanda. Uh, if, the world. If she, I if, want if nothing she, but the best. I think she's incredible. And look, if she feels like Kyle is her soulmate, more power to you, right? Like, I, I think it's really weird that, it, like, they're going on Watch Ravens Live, and both times this week, last two weeks, Kyle and Amanda have been on, there's been a poll question about whether they should have gotten married or not. Like, they did. So that's gross. And I know it's what's happening in the show, but, like, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of shitty to even do to Amanda. Do you I know what I mean? I would start sobbing. I know, because they win every, they lose every time. They, and it's by, like, like, 97%. Percent. Yeah, it's not you know? close. It's no, like, it's not. It's bad. I, and I didn't, I honestly was kind of annoyed that Kyle was there when Amanda was on because I, I wanted know. Amanda to kind of get a breather maybe and like yeah. be able to answer however she wanted. And I don't know. I just kind of felt like he was like this looming presence. And I think what I really, and I could be totally reading the situation wrong, but what I gathered from watching this episode and just obviously the past like six seasons mm-hmm. it's like neither one of them wants to be the one to end it amanda wants oh. to fix it and she wants yeah. everything to be okay but she's not happy right. and kyle yeah. i don't think wants to fix it i think he wants out but he's too much of a baby to end it so he's like he's trying to push her to do it so he keeps doing these bad things that he knows that she hates and she's still not ending it. And he's like, then why don't we just like not get married? And I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then they get married. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting perspective. I, I, I personally see it a little bit differently. Oh yeah. Tell me. I, well, having, I, listen, having been in many successful relationships, uh, yeah. no, um, I will, I will say that I think Kyle is so scared about what his life would be like without Amanda because they've been together for five years. You know, it's really hard as we saw with James and Raquel on Vanderpump this week, who I actually, I actually cried a little bit when they were talking about like ending their engagement. Cause I just felt really bad. Um, even though I don't really like either one of them that much, I still yeah. felt bad for the situation. Yeah. It's, a t- like, it's sad. It's hard to do, you know, you, you're embarrassed. I think a lot of times too, when like relationships don't work because you feel like, I'm the problem. I, I failed. I didn't mm-hmm. succeed. And I think also, you know, when you come from not, I don't say broken homes, but homes where, you know, the parents haven't been together your entire life, right? Like James's parents, nightmare, Raquel's family's some tough stuff there. Obviously Kyle's parents are still together as are Amanda's. So it's different points, but it's like both of them end in the same place. You either feel like I'm trying, I was trying so hard to not be my parents and not break up and make this work or i was trying so hard to be like my parents and have this perfect story and be together forever like at the end of the day no matter what the story is your parents are going to fuck you up either way right oh, 100%. and so so with kyle and amanda it's like they saw that you know that pinnacle of love they're both their parents have been together forever are still in love still do fun stuff and i think they want to be that and i think a lot of times they are but it really also sounds like 
I think I think Kyle is scared to be without Amanda. And I think Amanda loves Kyle so much that I agree with you. She wants to make it work so badly. Yeah. And he wants to make it work because he's so scared of what it is if it doesn't work. Yeah. I also honestly feel like, and this might be cynical of me, but I think that they have invested so much in the relationship. Yes. Like they have the show and they have, yes, you know, right. they're yes, always Kyle and Amanda and, like, and they have Loverboy yes. and like all of this stuff. And it's like, I was proud of Paige being like, you can get out of this if you don't Me want too. to do this. Because instead of coming at her and being like, you need to leave him. She yeah. was like, this is your decision. You're an adult. And, right. you know, ultimately it's up to you. But like, girl, you don't have, I know it's scary, but she's like, what's even scarier is being with someone 15 years later and being miserable. And I love that scene. I did too. And I love yeah. little Paigey and how she chose Craig over Andrea. I personally don't oh, fully understand. I get it. I so get I First of all, I have been in deep love with Craig Hanover since season one of that show. <laughs> exactly. As you're holding up a sewing down South Park. Yeah, I that? have a candle. That's amazing. A um, but, candle. Oh, does it smell good? You got a candle from his sewing store? <laughs> does he make the candles? He Well, I'm comparing um, Luke and his candles. Oh, got it. Okay, amazing. Yeah, I'm team, team Craig on that. Have not smelled them? Ooh, okay. I love it. I've been in love with Craig since honestly, like season one of Southern Charm. There's just something about him. In the beginning, it was like, oh, this little broken bird. I can fix him. Like he can't like get his act together. And then with Naomi, it was like, oh my god, like he's slowly sort of becoming a better person, but not really. He's also he's it's, he's physically not my type, and yet is so my type. It's weird. Yeah. I can't explain it. There's just, there's always been something about Craig that I have found to be like beyond attractive. And so yes, Andrea has a great body, has an amazing accent and cooks, but Craig is the kind of person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Andrea is the kind of person you want to fuck. Yeah. And she did. And she, and she did. And good for her. And good honestly, her. Paige is honestly, Lindsay and Paige are having the time of their lives this season. And I am loving it after everything the two of them have been through over the Mm -hmm. last five years, they deserve to be basking in these perfect moments and to be feeling their oats in every single way right now. And what I love so much about Lindsay and Carl Mm -hmm. is that to me, I relate so much to Lindsay and how she is in relationships, which is really scary for me to admit yeah. that like last season that whole situation with Stravi, I was like I've been her like yeah. I yelled at my boyfriend who's like thinks he's doing the most and he's giving me soggy right. fish and chips like I've done that <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck so I think it's really nice to see and this is why I love Bravo and like the women of Bravo specifically is you see women who Lindsay has always stuck by her truth and that who she is and what she thinks she deserves and what she knows she deserves and what she wants. And she's like, I'm not settling. So I think that that is why ultimately I think Amanda and Lindsay are friends, but I don't think they'll ever be very close because Lindsay ultimately views Amanda as being really weak. I agree. And she doesn't understand that. Yes. And I mean, I get that. And so to see her with Carl, who is with someone, she's with someone who's so patient with her uh-huh. and who loves her fully for who she is. When he, I got like really teary eyed when he was like, I know not to talk to her right now. I need to I give know. her the night. Like he just knew exactly what she needed and it's fine. I know. And it was, and it was exactly what she needed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and- she deserves the fucking world. Yeah. I love her. I agree. I agree. And I thought it was so, you know, 
brave of her to share her story last week about her mm-hmm. miscarriage. And, you know, because I think we really need to normalize those kinds of conversations, especially on shows that are predominantly viewed by women, like to yeah. make it, you know, to make it feel as okay as it is to be part of conversation and part of culture, because there's yeah. no shame in that. And so I really applaud her for that. I think that I, I, I just, my worry is that. <laughs> no, what are you worried about? No, no, it's, it's a worry for me. I'm worried that I'm too emotionally invested in Lindsay and Carl and oh. Craig and Paige's relationships that if they don't work, I'm actually going to be like, I went through a breakup. I will fucking lose my <laughs> goddamn mind I know. if Lindsay I know. and Carl don't work out. Like, I know. I'm so invested in them because to me, and I believe fully that Craig and Paige are real. Yeah. Like, I know that there was like talk for a while that it's like, is it for publicity, whatever? I, I find them to be like a very real couple, yes. but there's something so special about Carl and Lindsay. And well, like that- seeing him on Watcher Happens Live talk about her and get I like, know. he kind of got like a little nervous and he was like, I'm at my most consistent when I'm not drinking. And that is something Lindsay needs is consistency. And I was like, oh my God, he's like talking to me. (laughs) Um, Maybe we should date. Uh, And it's just like, it's really cute. Yeah. The Lindsay, the the Lindsay and Carl thing to me is the perfect rom-com example of the best friends who feel like they're soulmates, but it's not the right time. Yeah. And you, and, and, but this is also the danger, right? Is when, you feel like you're in that position. Like, well, let me just wait. We'll just wait. It'll be fine one day. It'll be fine one day. And then you find yourself like 60 years old, like still waiting for your best friend to become your life partner. But I think with them, it's the perfect example. It's like they were, when Carl was drinking and Lindsay was in her insanity of like, baby, 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 I need a baby. I need a baby. I need a baby. I need to get married. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's really mellowed about that. Mm -hmm. He's obviously sober. And I think those two versions of them fit together perfectly so the things that brought them together two seasons ago are now the things that are really bringing them together in a more meaningful way and I'm so here for it I know I love how much they've grown together so yeah as much as they're you know people are saying that this season of summer house feels dark and I think what I love so much about it I don't think it's that dark to be completely (laughs) I mean I definitely think there's drama but I don't think it's like dark it's not like you know Kim Richards or Taylor Armstrong like that shit's dark like like, this is like just drama and relationships. But what yeah, I love so much talk is dark, that, like, watch New Jersey Housewives. Like, yeah, come on, like, like we've seen, we've seen hell. This literally, is literally watch Housewives go to prison. Like, <laughs> shit gets weird. But uh, what I love about Summer House so much is that there's so much going on with every person. Like, know, there's a different relationship going on. I am most excited to see Sierra and Danielle fight. I, I, I'm trying to figure out what it is. Like, I, know, I don't know. I think it, I know what it is. Oh, you do? I think they fight because Austin comes in the house. Okay. Muppet mouth, little fucker. Oh my God, that piece of Laffy Taffy with a fucking whole shirt on. hate him. Now he's <laughs> no too. Craig. I have to say there is a separation between the Thank two you. And, and Shep, like also no Shep, right? Like Craig number one and then the other boys later, right? <sighs> I did have a section um, about Shep five years ago. <laughs> I'll never forget. We were on an old fisherman's boat. I'll never forget. Oh I woke up. I had a boyfriend at the time. I woke up and I was like, we have to break up because I shouldn't be having sex with about Shep. Well, you shouldn't but be anyways. having sex about Shep either way. I know. Either way. <laughs> either way. I haven't in a while. In a long okay. time. So what I think happens, I think Lindsay hooks up with Austin in the house. Okay. Because okay. I think that there's that clip of him going, I want to lick you front to back or yes. something. Yes, yes, yes. Disgusting. And I it's think- so I think Sierra gets mad at Lindsay, but then Danielle's uh-huh. like, why are you mad at her? Right. You should be mad at You're... him. And then they right. fight. Right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Of course, Where once do you again, fall with Sierra. 
I really like her. I think she's fun. I love her and Paige together. When they, when, when one of them said we're like the the two men and the Muppets, like just in, oh no, it's yes. really Wonka. Just in a yes, bed. I was in like, bed. that's perfect. Yeah. It's like, I will say it is wild how much time we watch these people lay in bed and scroll on their phones on I Summer know. House. Like, I'm like, that's insane. me. It's me. It's like, I'm not trying to watch myself on television. I'm a big bed girl. Oh, me like, too. Like, I love the bed. I love to lay oh. in the bed, talk in the bed, eat in the bed, like. I, I, I'm all about that. I don't like, give my a friends fuck. Come over, it's like get in the bed. Like, yeah, I'm like we're that. all hanging out. Yes, no, um, I'm it's all like for when Jill and Bethany, like season two, they would right. like, just um, do everything in the bed. They were so yeah, powerful no, together. They were so great. But Sierra did something this week that I have to yeah. talk about. It's just Jeez. brief. She did my least favorite thing, Skinny Girls. Still, oh no. When Carl put her on his shoulders, and she uh-huh. says, "Am I heavy? Am I heavy? Oh God! I was I like, know. you fucking idiot." I know. Obviously you're not. And it's like, we all know that girl that does that. That's like skinny as fuck, a model, beautiful. And she's like, am I heavy? It's like, you're not. You know you're not. And he's 6'5 with powerful thunder thighs. He he can carry you (laughs) anywhere, any day. I don't enjoy this like Carl Sierra flirtation. I It feels feels, fake. It feels feels for the show. You're in love with Lindsay. Stop it. Right. And she's in love with, you know, that guy. She's in I, love. I, yeah. I, Lindsay at this party was oh giving me I all everything I needed. Hollaback cards on Instagram made the comparison that Lindsay was acting like Jade in the next top model commercial. And she was like, hello, Doc. Yeah. Yes, it was. But like, but but the difference is Lindsay won the challenge that week, whereas Jade, yeah. I think, went home that week. Lindsay um, is so powerful. She is. Well, and, I, and we haven't even gotten to the part where she's like, I can't help that butterflies fly. <laughs> like, she's just, she's just such a light, I feel like. Yeah. And the thing is, too, and I feel like she feels that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think the difference is she's brighter this season. Like, and totally. I don't mean in an intelligence way. I mean in an energetic way. Like, yeah. there's a lightness radiating from her that is very infectious, I think, both to viewers and also people in her orbit. And I think mm-hmm. that that's the kind of place... I'm told you need to be in to find love. Yeah. I've never been to that place and I've never found love. So like, who knows? But yeah. I'm just, I think that's also probably part of what happened with Carl is that he's radi- radiating that kind of light right now because, you know, in his sobriety and his happiness and his meditation, she's doing that. And they're just, their light radiating energy is just like got yeah. entwined. And it's beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. And I you know, know it what makes I love. So happy. These are my best friends. Like I These honestly are- went, when my best friends and I sit down to watch Summer House, we're like, oh, let's go catch up with our friends. I'm like, literally because they feel so relatable, but yet not. Like I always felt with Vanderpump, like it was just a train wreck that I yes. could never stop watching. But I didn't relate yes. to these people. No, I wasn't like, oh, I know them. Paige, right. I feel like I know. Yes. Lindsay, I feel like I am. Danielle, I want her to be my best friend. I want her to yeah. like be my ride or die. Like I and I want to marry Carl. Like. I know. And I would Luke. love that. Where do you stand with I, Luke? I I think Luke. So Luke to me is the male version of what you were just talking about with Sierra. Luke oh, to okay. me is like every guy who's like been hot his whole life is a model, and he's just like, hey, I'm gonna go like chop some wood just because, and like I'm gonna go like build an igloo because it's really centering yeah. for me. You know, he just like the, the person who like puts like you know luke is like the laziest bottom during sex like just lays there and makes the girl do all of the work and and also i listen i have my issues with hannah and i think that situation wasn't 100 properly represented by hannah however based on what we saw on the show 
I think Luke was really, really shitty to Hannah that first season when they like were having their situation shit. Mm-hmm. I think he really used her. I think he really toyed with her emotions. And I think he is, is kind of a shit for that. But that's what those guys do. Yeah. That's all they know how to do. And the only girls they ever chase are unattainable girls that they can't really get, right? Yeah. Him going for Sierra was like never going to happen. Him going for like every time he's tried to go for a girl on the show, it hasn't worked because mm-hmm. they're like, you're not interesting. So it's just like, I, I like looking at Luke. I really appreciate like the underwear that he wears. Like, the physicality. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like he is as charismatic as all of the wood that he likes to chop on the show. I get that. I really yeah. do. Like I've seen interviews with him and like, I just think he's the quiet guy that just wants to like be in the woods. And he's like, I don't know how I got on this show. But he's he does. Like, that's, but that's the thing. It's like, but you, like it's, a not... game. it's a, it's a, right. he's fake about it. Like he, yes. he plays it. Like, I don't know how I got here, but also yes. like, yes. yes, I'm so hot. Look at all my rings and my jewelry. When he built yeah, that and table I've done four last seasons summer. of the show. Like, you don't know how you got there. Like, the new, right. like, don't come back. You've done four seasons of this and a spinoff. Uh, you know, no, not everyone can be a Carl. Ugh. Not everyone can be I mean, a Craig, according to you. I know. I mean, God, his, when he started his pillow business, I was so charmed. <laughs> I'm oh, sick over this. I did not know I you were it. such a Craig stan. I am. He's the only person from some, from uh, Southern Charm that I even follow on Instagram. Oh, you don't even follow Queen Madison? No. Oh, my God. No, I'm obsessed with her. Well, well, to be fair, actually, that's not true. I'm lying. And I, also follow, I, I also follow Catherine because I have, because I, I, not because I like her, but because huh. I'm fascinated by her filters and like, oh, like her ever evolving, like Pokemon evolution of a human mm-hmm. being into, I don't, into, into, she's literally evolving into an actual filter. Like yeah. she, at her, at her, she's going to be like that movie Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. When she reaches self-actualization, she'll just become a filter on Instagram yeah. and cease to be a person. But I, I didn't, I stopped watching Southern Charm in Thomas's last season Uh-oh. when he had that other girlfriend, that nurse who was such Ashley? a, yes, who was such a nasty monster dark force. And so like, for me, that show got too dark because the kids and the way Catherine was being treated and, and, and the, and the men were so misogynistic that season. Like that was also the moment when even Naomi, remember she was so annoyed and, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, it was, and I think that was like 2017. I was like, what I don't need is more misogynistic men on my white men on my television. Mm-hmm. I don't need to bring this into my life. So I kind of missed the whole Madison part of the show. So, and some people have told me I should go back. I don't think I am, but I do think I will return. <laughs> I would, I think I will return to it now that um, Paige will be on it with Craig. Well, Paige will be on it. And also Naomi's coming back, right? Yeah. And I love her. So, I find I Naomi, Naomi to be fucking beautiful. She's like Me too. the girl you want to be. Yes. And like, yeah. you just like, ugh, I just love her. But you know who else I love? Mm. You. Oh, me. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it is my great pleasure. This is my favorite place to be. Yeah. Um, we didn't even get to Miami, but that's okay. I know. I feel like oh, I'm oh my loving God. it. That's all I need to know. I'm loving yeah. it. It's loving my, it. Who's your favorite? Oh. Alexia is an all-time icon, all-time housewife. The drama that she has brought in one season, the the dead gay husband, the the dead gay husband's lover, mm-hmm. her father was gay, the fight with her soon-to-be husband, well, now husband, the thing with both of her sons, like like the fight that her husband and the fiancé and the son had in that episode like two weeks ago was like 
horrifying, but I love that she had her son's back. I was like, that's yours. Like I, yeah, I love her. She's powerful. She's a badass bitch. And she is hot. She's so hot. And like, and then, you know, if you like, look at her past, she was married to like the Cuban cocaine dealer guy from cocaine cowboys. Like she's lived a fucking life. And Marisol said it best. She was like, her life is a movie. And then you know what's coming, right? Do, do you know what happens? I don't. Do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, it's, I, don't, I love to be spoiled. On her Christmas. mom dies on her wedding day. Shut the fuck up. I, that's, yeah. Are you joking? That's why her and Todd just got married. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Yeah, the wedding oh that's being filmed. Oh. The season. Oh, my God. This like, that is. Like, okay, it's a telenovela. Look, Okay, look, I don't want to say anything crazy, but like maybe there's someone in her life who's killing people in her life because this is way too like I know. many things. I know. That's bananas. Her mom, I know. Oh my God. Okay, I know. Well, spoiler I'm, I don't, I don't want to say I'm excited for that. No, I don't want to say I'm excited, but I'm no. like excited for that. But that um, explains why her and Todd got married in December because they yes, should have gotten married yes. like whenever this was being filmed last summer. Well, but as we are now, she doesn't have a venue. Like she still doesn't have a venue because Garrity, I don't know that she's a great wedding planner, to be honest. For being Miami's premier party planner, I've not and really seen her plan anything legit. successfully. Like, she's in like legit bride magazines. Like she's, I, I hate Gertie's husband. I think he is such I, a fucking dud. I'm like, get, I don't care about him. That, and like, we're supposed to fall, like love their love story. I'm like, no, I don't. She was supposed to that, go to, she was supposed to go to like NYU or Yale or something. And she decided to go to oh. community college in Florida. I was like, no. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. That whole dinner scene can very forced. And then lastly, I just want to say, I did not watch seasons one through three. I only watched this season. Oh, okay. So if there's historical context there that makes everyone disagree, that's fine. I think Adriana is a terrible person and she's actively trying to ruin Julia's marriage. She is. I'm sorry. If my best friend treated my husband the way Adriana treats tennis legend and also the way she engages, like it is so dysfunctional. It is so not cool. And she takes glee in it. Like she, Adriana is in love with Julia her jealousy over not being kissed during that game during the that last week. It's just, it's, it's a fucked up relationship. And I think Adriana is not a nice person. And I think everything she's doing is so Julia will be just hers. Like it's very weird. It's very possessive. Yeah. It's very controlling. And I like watching it, but I don't approve of it. Yeah. For me with the whole Adriana thing, I think it's so interesting is everyone was like so upset that she wasn't full-time housewife, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, to me, everyone is performing at such a high level that I'm yeah. like, I'm good with her not being a full-time housewife. I mean, she's in every episode anyway, so it's kind of like well, she is, but like... That's the other weird thing. It's like, they definitely filmed this thinking Marisol and Adriana were housewives, right? Yeah. Because like, they're everything. Yeah. And and I'm just wondering why they then weren't. And Lisa, I'm a little ugh, on. So like, she doesn't need to be there. For yeah, me. I think Lisa, I think if you know, she comes back next season. What we really need from Lisa is to be more honest about her marriage. Let's not yeah. pretend you and Lenny are good to go over there. Yeah, there's that's not working there's something for me. You know, very weird going on. Yeah, you know his relationship I love, Nicole and her now fiance. I'm, I'm obsessed, obsessed with them. Obsessed with them. I know. Obsessed. Like I'm obsessed and I'm terrified, Jared. I'm terrified that we're gonna get some bad news bears coming about him. Because I know, the money, I know, I know, the mathing, I know. mathing, and I'm yeah, worried. I'm like, it's giving me, it's giving me Randall energy. <laughs> it's giving me like Tom Girardi energy. 
Yeah, honestly. Because I looked up what kind of attorney I, is and I'm like, I don't think they make as much money like to get jets. Now I know anesthesiologists make tons of money, but they're right. living like large. Yeah, I mean, they took a puddle jumper private jet like mm-hmm. 20 minutes. That has like, a to, space like, on it, was, it. Was, it was like a 20 minute drive. Let's yeah. drive there. Yeah. It's, I know. It's like I'm concerned. Because I love her so much and I worry because, you know, her dad did that basically and went to jail. I know. I know. So well, I listen, you know, like, like I said, we, we, we model relationships after what we've seen. And, okay. you know, if that's what she knows, that's what she's potentially attracted to. That makes me worried for myself. Cause I'm like, Oh God, I mean, don't, what bro, do don't I even know? get me started on that. We'll take that. We'll take that off there. Cause we can yeah. have that conversation <laughs> we'll too. About that later. <laughs> um, all right, Jared. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love chatting with you. Tell Always everybody where they can time. find you and follow you. Yes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jared says one R two T. Yeah. One R. Let's I, I, remember I, that. <laughs> that was the worst day of my life. I was, oh, I felt terrible. I put really I, guys, if you don't know, I spell his name wrong in the description of this podcast. Um, anyways, Which so you guys, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Um, I will see you all around on Instagram and check out the dip.com use code H O T M for 20% off at the dip. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Big Tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.